sleigh bells ring Are you listening? In the lane Snow is glistening A beautiful sight We're happy tonight Walking in the winter wonderland So he can get this ass when he comes to the city. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode two twenty nine. Still zooming. Charlotte's on one podcast recorded in the basement. We were supposed to have another guest, Taylor McKitty, on, but he had to do some rescheduling. So hopefully, we can get him on in January. This will be our last podcast before Christmas. We'll take it next week off. So enjoy it while you can, and then we'll be back. I think Cheeks will be on the next podcast a couple days before he flies out to Charlotte with Drew Holcamp, as long as everything goes good with that. So, yes, I brought it up. Cheeks, man, how you doing? I'm doing well. You know, just last-minute surprises. Uh, glad the schedule worked out. And I was able to hop on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always fun, you know. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's been a while. It has been a while since you've been on. But I knew now you're going to be on, I think – the next like four or five because you're on this one now then in two weeks you're going to be right before you come and then we'll do a live one in the basement on like the fourth the day before you leave i think and then i think you may even be on the next one because you got jameel coming on so it's just gonna be you you're starting your run here bringing in the new year right yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right cheeks where can you be found if you want to be found on the socials uh, Twitter and Instagram, I am the maestro. Uh, I need to set my IG game up a little bit. It's been a <laughs> while, but those are the places. And then I have a Facebook. I don't really use it. Fair enough. I don't know if anybody has been on the Facebook, the new interface on their computer yet. Haven't, you no. haven't? I no. use it. The only reason I'm on it is for updating the podcast stuff, really. And they just did an update, and it's like, it's one of the worst updates I've ever yeah. seen. Like, everything's in a different place. They make you double-click a lot of things. Now, when I, like, share stuff, I can't, like, when I go to search and, like, I can find Duvall and search and tag him because it's Rodney Duvall Murray. You know, pretty unique name there. When I If I search myself, there's a bazillion Jacob Rollins, and it doesn't somehow it doesn't even recognize me even though I run that page. So I'm it's like, it's, it's all kind of crazy. So that's why I've been tagging more people in the comment section on Facebook now. But, you know, all good. But, yeah, Kevin, it's been a while. I'm glad you could join I us after I that. that dip out on you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last that, couple times, that haven't worked out. Yeah, it's I all apologize. good. It happens. No worries, yeah. no worries. Heartbreaking loss time. last night. How you feeling? Um, I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I'm a little tired, but... <laughs> uh, it was it was a good game. It's it's good to actually compete in the NFL, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Okay, so w- you'll really be upset if they don't make the playoffs, right? Well, they better make the playoffs at this yes. point. I mean, they're playing the uh, Jets and the or the Giants, Jets and Steelers. Okay, so it should be at least two more wins at the at the very least. Okay, all right. So that'll Just put imagine at, uh, if they had a quarterback. Baker, Baker played well. Ooh, Imagine easy. if they had a defense. That's what it is. I'll say, that, that interception he had last night was definitely a was head bad. scratcher, though. I, I oh, was yeah. Like, I mean, but he played well. That one bad throw. He played pretty well. Yeah. 
All right, so where can you be found if you want to be found? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Crazy for Cleveland. That's C-R-Z-Y, number four in Cleveland. And uh, same thing on Instagram. I don't really use it, but maybe one day I'll eventually use it. I check it every once in a while, but I don't really update it. I texted you about this, and since it is in your handle, how are we feeling about the dropping of the Indians Oh yeah, and the baseball yeah, team? Yeah, um, I knew it was coming, Yeah, and I understand why they did it. I mean, part of me, I guess I'm not upset about it because I knew yeah. it was coming, and I've kind of transitioned away from it. I've, I've still got the... Uh, I gotta get the faceplate off the front of my car that has the big cheap Wahoo thing on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, you might but, want to uh, do that at some point. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, I mean, any gear that I've bought, it's just been they, they transitioned to like a block letters. The I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, yeah, you give me a chance to buy some more gear, and we'll see. I mean, you know, most of the older fans are pretty upset about it, but yeah, just, I think I sent it to you, cheeks. But Monty Jones had. The best kind of Caucasian. reaction to this, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Well, the Caucasian. From, but yeah. he, he had it was on his podcast and it was a blurb. And he said basically what it is, as you said, the old fans, you know, as old white people and white people in general don't like to be told what to do. I mean, we're seeing that a lot with a lot of the mass stuff and everything. So yeah. all those old fans are like, ah, and it's just like, like you, it, come on, it's not that big of a deal. I know it's been there forever, but you know, as long as they're playing in Cleveland, I don't really care what they're called. Yeah. And, oh, and, don't name them yeah. the Rocks, though. I don't. I don't you don't like the Rocks? Rocks? No. no. <laughs> There's more than just the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they ever bring up anytime they play on national TV or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. That, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, isn't that in Cleveland? Or is it's that a, in, yeah, there's in Canton. It's, it's in right Canton, right, that's right. Okay. So, all right. So, I, well, yeah. You, I, think, I think the uh, Braves are next. That's, I mean, that, that's just things like where do you draw the line? I mean... Mm-hmm. It, and again, Bamani was saying like they, the wash the Redskins and then the Indians got the most pressure from people. There's not a lot of people yet who are pressuring like the Braves or the Chiefs. Ooh, right. I know it's the Chiefs. Like, who, who's next? Who's yeah, and the Chiefs on? used the Arrowhead, and they got rid of a lot of stuff years and years ago. So that and they just well they just this year banned you can't wear the the head garb and all that right. stuff. So you know. Well, you see, the weirdest thing, I guess, to stay on this topic is they did. They announced they're going to change the name, but then they're like, "We don't know what the nickname's going to be yet, so we're going to keep the Indians' name for this next year." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, so you're, you're you're saying that it's offensive, <laughs> and you're going to change it, but you're going to keep it for the 2021 season?" I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. So why would you even come out and say you're changing the name? Just they should just wait it. <laughs> or just cha- pressure off of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it took the pressure. Or just, but to me, True. it just you can start. I just want rem- a plan. I yeah. don't want it to be like Washington, where it's like everybody makes fun of them for just being the Washington football team. <laughs> if you're going to change the name, just have a plan. Yeah. You know. Well, I think they could have just dropped it and been okay. I mean, but in Washington, it's weird. It, it's it was funny the outrage, but again, no one really cares at the end of the day. It's all about no. wins, losses. If the team's competing and who knows? They may even stay the Washington football team. So right, yeah. it's honestly like not that bad. It's, like, it's not terrible. No, the Washington can always be worse. Yeah, can always be worse. Yeah, so It'd be the Browns. <laughs> what name, what's, a, what's a worse name? I know, and the, the Browns are named after what the original owner, right? Uh, Paul Brown. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, that's true. Who ironically created the Bengals after the Browns yeah. fired them. Yeah. And the, their stadium's named Paul Brown. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of. A little awkward. 
And even, yeah, and we had the Bobcats because it was Bob Johnson, Bob's cats. So, right. but at least it was an animal you could kind of hide away from it. But yeah, the Browns is just there as an orange helmet with the Elvish guy that comes out every now and then. Hey, I like I, that's what I asked for for Christmas. I'm like, I want a hoodie with the brownie, brownie the elf. Okay. All right. All right. Duval, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Can't complain. Um, just another cold day here in, uh, in Charlotte, you know, the temperature's changing. But uh, if you're looking for me, Rod versus Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. And you know I'm not on Facebook. I get on like once every six months and then <laughs> share every podcast that we've done. So Yeah, it'll be funny. Duvall, all of a sudden you'll see like, it'll be like 26 notifications. And it's like Duvall just liking everything, sharing everything. And it'll be, yeah, like you said, six months before. you be like, oh, damn, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. So... <laughs> Yeah, for me, Twitter and Instagram, it is Jero Nation, uh, Beers Watch Podcast on Facebook, and then find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, hit the five stars, the subscribe, the follow, and then our YouTube, uh, they see me rolling for our reaction videos. Cheeks is going to get in his first Panther one, as long as he doesn't have a test come up or something happen in his flight, don't make it out here to Charlotte, you never know. Flat tire on the plane, who knows. Um, yeah, you never know. You, you don't. Listen, I've said... It's 2020. Yeah, well... Cheeks, Cheeks has been living 2020 in travel life his whole life because I, I don't I don't believe Cheeks is in Charlotte until he sends me a thing that says like I'm on the airplane and then I like that's what I know because there's been multiple times it'll be like day before oh a professor rescheduled an exam I can't come now or car broke down and I have to drive four hours to the next airport so we'll see if he can make it. You want to know something, Jacob? Charles. <laughs> Cheek, cheek, cheeks is a prime example of being black because I know for a fact I got friends that are black and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm coming," and I'll be like, "All right," but then like four hours later they'll be like, "Oh man, I fell asleep," uh, you know, something like that. So I know how you feel. I got friends in that that same situation. So it's like you don't know cheeks is here until like he's standing outside of Charlotte Douglas yep. with a picture of like, "Hey, I need you to come get me." Yep. Oh, I guess I'll come pick you up yep. now. That's it. That's exactly it. I, I wait until I know his flight has actually taken off. Then I go, okay, now I can get excited for him coming because I just don't want to get my hopes up. Then something going to happen, pop, you know, and especially in 2020, it's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So we don't really know. But, you know, we'll see. Looking forward to uh, meeting Cheeks is bringing a friend. So meeting that friend, I don't know how else to, I don't want to put his spot too much on blast. So I'm just going to keep it at that. So and let him say it whenever. That friend is here, maybe if they get here. I, I just know. I just make sure make sure you bring what you need to bring because you know you're gonna take oh. this deal. I just I just I just hey, want man. you to know that. I just want just you to know that. The shoes. <laughs> so I'm ready to roll. For anybody listening, uh, a couple weeks ago we, after the Panthers lost, buzzily called Facetime Cheeks and Duval and Cheeks have been for years trying to play a basketball game. Then they both have torn Achilles at some point, so now they're not, and they're over thirty, so now they're not playing basketball. <laughs> But they decided on a $200 horse game, and I try. I wanted to try to get a gym, but I don't know if we'll be able to, so it's just going to have to settle for the uh, cul-de-sac with the neighbor's hoop, just like old school style, and, and we'll let it rock from there. So we will record it, and I will upload the final results and everything, so it should be some good content here at the end. And it's going to be cold outside, because it's going to be January, all the elements in the Excited. Get your popcorn ready. Yeah. It'll be good. We got some people who want to come become spectators, so it should be quite interesting to see how that all unfolds. So, 
Yeah, Kevin. Who who would if you had to take a person and horse? Who you got? Cheeks or Duvall? Who's gonna win? Mm-hmm. Uh you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go with Cheeks. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. 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 I mean, you know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Good stuff. No reason behind that at all, either. <laughs> okay. All right. No disrespect. That no is, disrespect. No I, I, I wouldn't. I would just say I wouldn't put money on either either of y'all because I don't know. <laughs> I, send me, hey, listen, send me, listen. send me your highlight tapes, and then I'll make a decision. No, make an informed no, decision. No offense. No offense taken. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> you know. You know. In, in my Jordan, in, in, in my Jordan voice, you know that became personal. So, right. You know, I'm trying to personal. motivate you. <laughs> uh, all right, Duval. Let's just let it out. I know you got something spicy on the docket, or at least something. What you got? All right. So, so I got this one, and and it's kind of off the realm of the game last night. My question to y'all: Did Lamar Jackson have cramps, or did he shit have to shit? Just, just because I, I want y'all's opinion before I tell you. My oh, opinion. he had diarrhea because I had that happen to me today. <laughs> I mean, we've all done that at some point. Where your stomach had been tore up, it'd be you you parking your car and running to your house without even locking your car, or you out at the Walmart or the store or wherever, and you just trying to make sure you ain't got nothing running down your leg, and you got that like quick walk. You get the chills, and even cold, you get the chills and the shakes, and you gotta walk and go and just clench your butt cheeks and just hope you can get there and hope there's an open stall and it ain't just destroyed with somebody else on it or something. So, I mean, the way he – that video of him coming down the hallway and then that yeah. staffer coming out of the door and him yeah, waving him off. Yeah, by that door. That, that's not cramps, man. That's like I'm about to shit my pants, and these are tight pants. Those are football pants, man. Well, if he had cramps, yeah. how would he – he was running. Yeah. He was running <laughs> yeah. to the bathroom. So, I, I don't know, you know. And, like, he's one of the fastest people in the NFL. Like, he was running so stiff. Like, I can't really, like, move. <laughs> If, if 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 I get too loose, like it's <laughs> it's it's done. So that was that was definitely like I I, I gotta go now. Yeah. Didn't he have a brand new pair of pants? I don't I don't know. I thought I, somebody was saying he had a new pair of pants on after he came back. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't know. You know they're available, and I mean, I don't know if he actually shit his pants, but he may have just wanted a fresh pair, just to I don't know, because he probably he probably stripped down at least. Waist down a doo doo. I mean, yeah. Because again, that, that they wear the tightest pants possible. It's not like us wearing a pair of sweatpants and jeans where you got a little space and wiggle room. So he just couldn't. He couldn't have stayed out for like five four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, less. Yeah. Literally, their quarterback, their their backup quarterback, got hurt. And I'm like, what the hell are they going to do now? Who are they going to put in at quarterback? They don't have any other quarterback. <laughs> also, handle Lamar Jackson coming back gets a. If it's cramps, right, and you have to go to the locker room, somebody on the staff is going to accompany you to the locker room. And he's just by himself. Like, that's not cramps. Nah. I, that's how I felt, too. And then I don't think I saw any type of tape or rep like he had an IV either. Yeah. <laughs> So, so like I was like, wait a minute, dog. I know. I, first of all, Jacob, to your point, I knew when he was walking down that, going through that 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 tunnel. Everybody's been in that situation where yeah. you're like, listen, I can't. And the reason he was jogging so slow and so tight because he was like, if I do anything else, 
this it, it's gonna hit the fan, like literally, <laughs> you know. So so it was just funny. He was like, I did not do the Paul Pierce. Right, did it because Paul Pierce did not move. He was like, y'all got a wheelchair. <laughs> yes, he was like, there's absolutely no way I'm gonna be able to get up and walk out of here because it's gonna run down this floor. So. <laughs> That was my funny moment, and, and I just had to ask y'all's take because I, I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, there's no way this man did not have to go to the bathroom. No. I mean, it, it, there's I mean, there's just all, all the signs are there, and he, I know he came out on Twitter and was like, no, nah, man, I didn't have to take a doo-doo, but, I mean, it definitely happened. And I mean, he may have gotten an IV, too, because usually if you get diarrhea, you're also probably going to get dehydrated. Yeah, I think the people were saying that they saw, like, a wrap on his arm or something. Like, yeah. it looked like he... So I don't know. But I know he could probably be sitting there with diarrhea, and they strap him up with the IV at the same time. I mean, all them trainers have probably seen all them dudes butt-ass naked anyway, because oh, no you go into a, uh, any of those locker rooms, and they just walk around. Most of them just walk around slanging... Just because they don't give a shit, like you know what I mean. So it's not like it wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody wasn't in the toilet there with him. Like, all right, at least here's a Gatorade, Pedialyte, something. Shoot, you know, give know, him an ID. If, if, it, if it was the same trainer that was, whoever whoever fed him the food or whatever that gave him the runs, if it's the same trainer that gave him the, the cleats that he had in the first half. He must have been working for the Browns because yeah. he was sliding all over the place. <laughs> like I, I the Browns, they made the he made the Browns defense actually look like they were doing something. Yeah, like he he was, just, he was slip sliding everywhere, and he finally changed out his cleats and got some other ones to keep it together. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was definitely interesting to watch on that one. But and to kind of kind of add to that, like uh, like as far as as far as him, like. It, it kind of just made me think, like, yeah, I mean, there's no, like, you had to, like, you had to go, like, and, like, he was, the way he was just moving, I was like, there's no way that that, he, he was about to shit, yeah. and there's no way he could have stood out there and played, because everybody had been like, yo, what is that? Yeah. Know, so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, because, you, yeah. Them white pants, too? Yeah, exactly, and he's running too fast, yeah. and he, I mean, he got hit early, maybe the first or second quarter with that spin around, and one of them hits are the ones that'll make you like if your bowels ain't right, right, you could just and explode out uncontrollably. So I know he had to, you know, get back there and get it done. But it definitely adds some weird intrigue. You know, the receivers didn't help him at all until the final drive no. there. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it'll be interesting to see it down the stretch. I feel like the Steelers have kind of been exposed a little bit. And it's leaving Ooh. open some cracks for the Ravens and the Browns to come up. And with this new seven seed kind of weird formula, who knows what could happen? Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm excited. I mean, I'm glad that the Browns finally they didn't win, but they uh, they performed well on national TV. See what happens. When we put the Browns on national TV. Let's let's put them on national TV more. <laughs> that, that's, that's definitely the game of the year. I mean, that, you can't really argue with that. Right. They had it all. I mean, I mean they, y'all can definitely be contenders. To me, I feel like between y'all and the Ravens are the only two, I guess, in the in the AFC that can really, really compete with um, Kansas City. I mean, Tennessee still kind of halfway decent, but um, the Bills, that's man, all I the Bills, the Bills, the Bills are yeah, weirdly, yeah. weirdly good. And yeah, I'm thinking Chiefs, Bills, yeah, in the AFC. Unless some defense, team, man. unless some team can 
can contend. And it's weird to say Josh Allen. He's been playing lights out. So unless he has a bad game or whatever it may be, you know, again, it's a playoffs. Anything can happen. But I definitely think the Chiefs. This is the perfect year, though, for like the Chiefs to repeat because the the I season. That's what I think. Too. The season's been so up and down and catching teams with COVID players and non-COVID players. I mean, we could still. They're not going to do a bubble for the playoffs. You could have a scenario with the Patriots earlier where Cam was out for a game and they lost to the Chiefs where they easily could have won. The Panthers, are, you know, this past week, a lot of they was going to lose anyway. But those similar situations where <laughs> you could have guys out or they're close to somebody because grandma or auntie came over or so-and-so, whatever. So that, to me, could really be interesting and could flip the cards there. Yeah, unless you got a coaching staff that really is so driven. And I think that kind of goes to – whatever organization is and if you got to tell as players you got to say to yourself listen i got a month to really dive in i got a month to dive in i can't i'm going to practice at home practice home practice home and that's it and then call it a day you know you'll be fine so you you would think we'll that, for that a, you think that for a playoff team but i mean you just never know for the money you're making hey women women will always get you man all, if if you just have that if you just have that craving and you need something that could be just it. Just come over. Yes. Yeah, just come on over. Oh, you've been out and around? No, I just went shopping with so and so today and then all of a sudden, you know, you end up knocking out a whole receivers or quarterbacks room or something. So Good idea for an opposing team. Oh, I mean if if you had somebody <laughs> who had a ton of money, if you ain't paying your homeboy to send strippers over to whatever hotel or somebody's house I mean, you really don't want to win. That's the games. That's the game within the game, you know. So we'll see. I'm excited, though. I'm just glad to be. I'm just glad to be there. Yeah, I'm glad they they finally got a winning season. <laughs> and anything's possible. All you need is just an opportunity. You all have an opportunity, you know. So I commend yeah. y'all, man. I mean, I mean, I know you're you're a diehard Cleveland fan, so you're not one of those bandwagon people, Kevin. So I wish y'all nothing but the best. I take it you back. Know. You're you. I I changed my pick. You are now <laughs> gonna win the pickup game for sure. After that tournament, I, I have to I have to go back. I'm sorry. All right, Chief. It's been it's been a long time since you've been on the pod. Is there anything that you wanted to, to ask everybody to to talk about? Um, I don't know. I think the question <laughs> on my mind is, what's up with the NFC this year? We were. It was funny because actually we were kind of talking about that before you logged on of like who, who really is compete. Like the Saints is there, but are they really going to be good? Is Drew Brees going to be back in time? Is he? Is he just going to be broken by the time the playoffs start? Here's a better question: What's up with Taysom Hill? Like what? What are they doing? Like are you telling me that Jameis right now could do the exact same thing or better? than what the, the, the production output that they're getting from him. I it's know he money. could. Yeah, it's all about the money. They're, exactly. paying, they're paying Taysom Hill too much money to not play him. They're trying to justify the means, right? They're trying to justify yep. giving him that contract, and I guess in that spot to play, like it's not like they're, they're going to make the playoffs, right? They've already clinched a spot regardless. And that was before they didn't have that clinched beforehand, but they played the Broncos with no quarterback, and then they played Atlanta twice. Atlanta twice, who has been up and down, 
And then they played the Eagles, which you thought they would have rolled over them, but finally they got exposed with Taysom Hill. I mean, we all know Taysom Hill's just been a one like a, a one game guy. He's not going to be the guy. I mean, he's thirty something years old and barely played any besides everywhere else on the field with quarterback. So I'm guessing they're justifying the money and maybe trying to figure out like, okay, let's see what we can do here. But yeah, it, it seems very dirty to do Jameis like that. Is he really that old? I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he's, he's older than he can. Yeah. yeah Thirty two. Because he was at BYU and he went and did his mission. And then oh came yeah, back. He's, he's thirty. Yeah, he's thirty. Right. Yeah. So the Mormon Tim Tebow. Yes. <laughs> he he's doing what Tebow wouldn't do. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Tebow. Well, oh, early on to stay in the league. Yes, yeah. to stay in yeah, the league. Yeah. You are correct. Playing gunner, protection on punt, and all that kind of stuff. Yes, and then he finally nightmare. I guess. Sean Payton loved him enough to at least give him a shot here as a starting quarterback. But I'm guessing it also had to do with they had a little bit of a buffer, Cheeks, to answer your question, to where they wanted so, to see it. Let's say Breeze comes back, just isn't right, and we're in the playoffs. Does Sean Payton stick to, well, we're going to ride this Texas Hill train? Or is it like, all right, Jameis, like, we need to move Jameis won't play. Jameis won't play. I don't think James. I, I I could see him unless Taysom Hill plays so poorly. Yes, yes. I, I could see if 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 this. I don't know who they play on Sunday or where whenever they play, but if they play and he has another outing like he did against the Eagles, I could see them at least going. Hey, we probably in case Drew Brees is not going to come back, need to see what Jameis can do. At least get him some familiarity with everybody in case we got to take him into there. Or are they just going to sink with Taysom? I don't know. Sean how long? Leader. How long is um, Jameis signed for? It was one a one-year year deal. Is it just a one-year deal? They said I saw a weird report come out that said Jameis yeah. would get playing time when Breeze right. retires. Yeah, I saw that. That's what I was confused. I saw that same uh, headline. So I, I guess. They, so do they plan on bringing him back? I think so. Okay, I'd be like, fuck that. Yeah. The problem is, is like he's going to be in the exact same spot as last year, where teams who really want a quarterback are going to take one in the draft, and then they want a guy that's backing that quarterback up not to be good enough to make them show that they made the bad decision if they did. You know what I mean? It might be his best situation, especially in his best chance to start on a Because literally every team that needs a quarterback is picking in, like, the top 15. You know? I mean, you go straight down it. It's it's the I mean the Cowboys are the fifty fifty the top two between the the Jag or the Jets and the Jags are taking QBs mm-hmm. then it's the Bengals they're not taking a QB they're taking offensive linemen and then the the Cowboys which to me cheeks we've we've texted about this I really could see them taking the BYU kid because. We all know Jerry's a secret racist, and he and he and if they could, if they franchise, if they franchise Dak and trade him and can get something, or they let him walk, they're not going to let Dak walk. I don't think so. I've seen crazy. Not, not, not if not if not if they feel like somebody in the draft can give the same thing that Dak can get. Now, granted, Dak has been able to do a lot of things, but the kid from BYU, if he, he's mobile, he's able to do certain things. If you're, they're able to still kind of. Stay afloat. And he's cheap. Figure out, yes, 
figure out some of the offense. Because, like, I mean, you got to think about it. They're going to have to pay that regardless, whether it's a franchise tag, whether it's a four- or five-year extension. This kid here is going to come in on a five-year, $30 million, $20 whatever million dollar deal with right. an option. I mean, you're thinking about it logically. You're not thinking about it like <laughs> Jerry Jones is thinking about it. So, are we saying that kid from BYU is going to go in the first round? Yes. yes. Oh, he's going in the first round. Cheeks, yes. you wait till you get here in Charlotte. If you get here in Charlotte, these people are putting up billboards and making custom jerseys and already changing their profile avies on Twitter with this Wilson kid. Um, They're calling it Wilsonville. That they they want him here in Charlotte. Which did they I not watch the South Carolina Jacob. game? Yes, yes. I told Jacob about this. I, I was not a fan of him. But, you know, hey. Like, at least when Mahomes came out, like, he did some things that you were like, if you refine some of this stuff, you know, the talent's there. This dude is just like, it spread, throw it around. Okay. Like, what's, I don't see the hype. Yeah. And see, that's that's how I look at it. And like you kind of cheeks how you kind of spoke to Mahomes. Mahomes had no help at Texas Tech. It was just whoa, whoa, him. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay. That so, offense was great. It was the defense that couldn't stop a nosebleed. Okay, help. He needed help on defense. <laughs> he, he had the tools. Like, I want to say at least like three to four players on that offense are in the league right now that he – Played with. They had to score like 60 points to win. And Cliff Kingsbury is starting to show. I think it's more on Cliff. Yeah, he's starting to show why he got fired there now with the Arizona Cardinals. Because they're doing the exact same thing that he did in college at Texas Tech as he's doing with Arizona. So that is another interesting thing to, to pay attention to. But, yeah, I, I could – I could see Jerry fall. Jerry's been wanting to take a quarterback in the first round since Manziel, and he wanted to take uh, the dude that went to Denver, the six foot six guy, uh, Paxton oh. Lynch. He wanted okay. Paxton oh, Lynch, sorry. remember? <laughs> so he's been wanting to take a cue the last couple years, and it'll be interesting. I don't know if he'll let him walk, but we've seen crazier things. I mean, it would be totally Dallas to have them pay Zeke, and they paid Zeke super early when they didn't need to because he was under the rookie scale deal, and then not pay a quarterback who's done everything for you, literally shattered his whole ankle for you. And, yeah, I don't know. Because they could look at it and go, look, we've got three first-round wide receivers out there. Yep. Who do we need? I mean, now Dalton is showing why he was is Dalton now, but, I, you know, I, they could say, look, if we come in and get a quarterback – and then we just build up that defense, get a couple pieces here and there. We might be all right. So, I don't know. It could be. It, it would be interesting. But the NFC to back to it. Somebody out of the NFC East is going to win a playoff game. Be it the Eagles, be it Washington. I don't know because they're going to be at home, and it just seems like that they've been fighting and grinding. But I don't know. This new seventeen format's kind of funky too. I keep forgetting about it. That only one team has a bye week. And see, I want. I wonder. You you kind of spoke to that 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 Washington division. I don't know, just because of the simple fact of like the home field advantage isn't necessarily the same now. Now, right. granted, you have the crowd pump, you have all that type of stuff, but it's not the same because you know you've been in the stadium. We've all been in the stadium. The energy of having 
20, 30, 40, 50,000 people in the stands versus a microphone and 5,000 people is totally different. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But at the same time, like you said, Jacob, it's, you really never know this year. I mean, we're forgetting you know, Green Bay, too. I guess Green Bay, if I had to pick exactly. an NFC Green team. Green Bay the only team. Yeah, if I had to pick an NFC team that I put money on, it'd be Green Bay right now. Maybe because Seattle. Maybe I don't even LA. trust Seattle because they've had some duds here or there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they destroyed the Jets, but who'd they lose to the week before that? Lost to a bad team the week before that. Yeah, they lost to the Giants. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they're bad. Yeah, yeah. They, they lost to Colt McCoy. That's yes, what it really yes. was. <laughs> like, to me, the, the Packers are quietly having a good season, but their thing's going to come down to, similar to last year with the Niners, is can they stop that run and, yep. and make it happen? So. We'll see. But Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's only thrown three picks. He's out there balling. He's about to throw five TDs this Saturday night, 815, on that Panthers defense. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, that's where I'm thinking the NFC's at. TBD. But. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking about any other team in the NFC. Like I said, we kind of just named them off. I mean. If you go to the Rams, the Rams, they're kind of up and down as well. It, when they're hot, they're hot. When they're not, they're definitely hot. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, Seattle's kind of iffy too. Green Bay's been the only solid team. Um, and then our division here, you don't know how Drew Brees is going to be. Tom Brady, you don't really know what Tampa Bay team is going to show up. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay team could show up, and you're like, holy shit, this is what we thought. And then the Tampa Bay team shows up, and you're just like, yeah, they're too old, or they're trash, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. So you, re- you really never know. Uh, this is definitely going to be a year. I'm not going to put an asterisk next to the whoever wins it. Yeah, but I'm gonna really look at I'm gonna look at them a little different. So this is the year. Either you wanted to, if you were if your team was going to suck, you'd suck, or if you were like the Chiefs and you bring it run it back, where you could potentially get the first back to back because it's really tough to see anybody beating that Chiefs team. Now I know they they did lose earlier to a Raiders team, but that's a divisional opponent, and you always throw those up. It doesn't matter. Throw the records out, but. And I can't figure out the Raiders this year anyway. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, so, anybody else with a with a, a topic they need to get off their chest? Hmm. No, I ain't got nothing. Um, I, I guess I would say, you know, like I know we, me and Jacob talked about it, and, and I don't know, Kevin or Cheeks, have y'all been able, what are your thoughts on just the Hornets now? You know, or any, you know, something like that. I don't know. I've watched a little bit of the preseason. Um, what What do you guys actually think about uh, Ball? Do you think Ball is going to be really good? I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't decide. I just think he uh, he brings the stardom and he brings the eyes. I mean, there's people already talking about him who wouldn't even talked about the Hornets last year because he's on the team. And boy, those passes at least get you standing up. So. We've been talking about it. We beat it over with a dead horse. How do you get stars to Charlotte? You have to draft them or trade for them, and they got one, and they drafted one. Is he going right. to develop? That's TBD. He's 18, but what I, you know, we said it last week on the podcast. All he cares about is playing basketball. Like there's, and I'm sure he has likes to get women and all that stuff too. Whatever, <laughs> but I mean, literally, he dropped out of school to just play basketball. So like, this is what he wants to do. Yeah, it's just play basketball. So I, you know, I don't know how else you would want a, another superstar 
besides him just wanting to play ball. And he seems like he's legitimately, he was fine coming into Hornets. No bitching and moaning. He was happy. All the teammates are saying they bring him up. He's happy. He's out there connecting with the guys, throwing all the athletic dudes dunks. They all seem to be tweeting back and forth and being good. So he just, it's weird to see it. I get, I can see that he's the hes the youngest brother. Like, he's had his other brothers beat him down and beat him and stuff. And now you can see he just has a joy of like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to listen to Bismack Biombo. He could easily write off Bismack Biombo like, I'm not listening to you. You've been a scrub. You've never <laughs> done what I've done. You know what I'm saying? And he's there letting Bismack coach him up. Because Bismack's a 15th guy on the bench. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, He's had maybe one shotting moment for the Toronto Raptors a couple years ago in the playoffs. But to see him actually interact like that, to me, shows him like he genuinely cares about want to learn and play basketball. So I'm with it. Yeah, and, and kind of to add to that, even the whole thing with Bismack, even though Bismack may not be the star, he might be basically a scrub, at least he's in the league. So he's got at least enough respect to say, okay, at least Bismack's been in the league six, seven, eight years. Now, granted, he may not have had the career – or grow like he was supposed to, but at least he can give me some knowledge that some of these cats wouldn't be able to give him because at least he's been able to do it for so long. Um, but, I mean, my take on him is it, it's, it's kind of just wait and see. I think, for me, this is the most excitement I've had as a poor player since Kimball, and I loved Kimball, and I wanted Kimball when he came out of UConn. So for us to have him, and although I didn't necessarily want him because I wanted Anthony Edwards, at least the buzz, I mean – Bleacher Report and ESPN tweets anything. He could, he could sneeze, and they're going to talk about it. <laughs> right. you know, so, so because of that, at least we're able to get that type of hub. And then also, I just like the joy of seeing us get up and down. He's going to push the ball. All the players are going to push the ball. They're going to actually push and, and, and motivate each other. I mean, we spent years of just seeing Cody Zeller, Nick Batum, and Al Jefferson. And that was just nothing but just – Dump it in, kick it back out. Dump it back in, kick it back out. So so for us to kind of move the ball, playing small ball, being aggressive, attacking, finding different ways, you know, I'm, 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 I'm continuing to try and be optimistic, you know. So And at least we got some type of star in Gordon Hayward. Now, of course, he wasn't – he's not the Utah guy, but, I mean, if he can give us 17 and 5 right. at the two-guard position, that's a plus because we yeah, haven't Gordon, got that in years. Gordon Hayward's a good player, uh, I think – it's it's unfortunate that I think if the Hornets could go back, maybe they would pay Kemba that money instead of paying Gordon Hayward that money. But I think in the situation uh, that they're in, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, because they wouldn't have gotten Lonzo. Like it's a weird way of. How it's we, true. I guess you don't know what would have happened. Yeah, but like, like I think I, they would have been just good enough to maybe squeak where that wizard spot was and right. maybe squeak into like the bubble and then like literally the Wizards had a worse record than the Hornets, but their winning percentage or whatever it was, they make the bubble, so they miss out. If we make the bubble, we don't get a chance at the third overall pick. And we're picking a guy, again, another a guy could be a P.J. Washington, but it's a Miles Bridges. It's a you know another guy, a wing guy who TBD. So, But I, I guess uh, my uh, the, like, the Cavaliers are in the same position where if you're going to get a superstar, you're either going to have to draft them you're going to have to trade for him, or you're going to have to overpay for somebody. Yep. You may have overpaid a little bit for Gordon Hayward, but, I mean, he's not – maybe he's not a superstar anymore, but he is a very solid player. And yep. think he'll definitely help the Hornets. I mean, <laughs> I, I would take him on my team. If he can stay healthy and play well, like you said, he could average 17, 20 points a game. And, yeah, uh, I think they 
yeah, and they like, have a lot of good young players that they should compete for a playoff spot. Yeah, and like Cheek said, Kimba's knees are starting to show up badly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, and I think we can rotate it back around to I know we beat it over a dead horse too with the Cam thing. It's looking like the right move was to let Cam go. Maybe we could have let him ride out one more year and let the shoulder fall off. The better move would have been to let him go and then let Will Greer or P.J. Walker because then we would have had a shot at the one pick at Trevor Lawrence. Now we're stuck in quarterback purgatory. But it, it, it's very weird how similar those two deals, those two scenarios happen. Now, Kimba did go get paid. He was still playing top of his game. Cam was having some injuries pre the thing. But how they're both kind of unfolding to where we don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, where do we pick? Who do we take? How do they develop? In a couple of years, we'll know if we made the right decision in cutting him, or at least should we have let him ride it. I don't know, but you don't do- think the Panthers can win with Bridgewater? Not unless they they go sign the 2000 Ravens defense or the 2015 Broncos <laughs> defense. I mean, it's there's no way like he doesn't he doesn't have the the juice. To take gambles, to take risks. You know what I mean? He's a safety guy. He's a Teddy checkdown, and that's good sometimes. But he he doesn't anticipate the throws and has that zip on the ball to get it there. You know, with, I, the, with, with the weapons that they have, it probably doesn't suit their offense. I guess that's kind of what you're saying. No, he suits it in an essence, but it's just he's zero and seven this year in game winning drives. Now, some of that's been field goal kickers missing field goals. He could have drove him down for a touchdown. You know what I mean? He had a prime chance, and he screwed it up before the two-minute warning on a third and eight running a play that the coaches told him not to run because he thought he had the leeway. And we finally, this is the first time we saw Matt Rule, like, actually criticize Teddy B. Now, again, I'm still trying to figure out how to read Matt Rule because he says a lot of things, and then the opposite happens, but... They've loved him some Teddy B. That was the first time he actually came out and was like, I don't, I don't want to be a part of football like that. We told him not to run the play. He ran the play. And, again, I don't think they're going to take a quarterback just because I think they're going to try to build around Teddy B. But if they're following a model and you look at the Chiefs, if you take a guy and you believe in him and he can sit for another year behind Teddy B, by all means. If you think he's a superstar guy. I don't know if it's the Wilson kid from BYU. I don't know who else it would be. Maybe Trey Lance. Maybe Justin Fields slides. I don't know. Maybe Jacksonville loves the Mormon guy. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. That would be the worst place for a Mormon to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, I, I just uh, – I, I the, the only thing is, is, and I know we've talked about this, like it's just as far as the quarterback position. If you're sitting, if, if we're 4-12 and 12 at the end of this season, which is very, very possible, and that's, when, that's losing out, at 4-12 and 12 with Teddy Bridgewater, with, for the most part, everybody healthy with the exception of D.J. Moore missing one game. And McCa- McCaffrey, McCaffrey was out. McCaffrey, McCaffrey, out. Okay, McCaffrey too. But so, he was 0-2. Oh and two when McCaffrey played. Oh and three. So I mean, exactly. So so with that being said, if you've got somebody sitting there, and and like I said, if they feel like their franchise guy is not going to be there at four, five, six, whichever of those three that we're picking, if going four and twelve, and they go defense or they go offensive tackle, then fine. But 
in my opinion, Teddy Bridgewater is not there. He's not the guy. He and, and that's the thing. Like, you don't have to be. I, I, I'm all for sometimes taking what the defense gives you, but sometimes you got to sit there and sometimes you got to take risks. Sometimes you got to put yourself in a position to be successful, and sometimes that taking that risk is that, you know. And for you to be 0 and 7 in game winning drives, some of that you got to put on yourself. Now. Right. Two or, two or three of those games you can put on the kicker. Two or three of those – one of those games you can put on a drop pass. But at some point, you got to make – got to hold yourself accountable. And and like you said, this is the first time they got to give some accountability to Teddy Bridgewater. And you got to say to yourself, if you, lose, if you lose seven games straight and you have an opportunity to win them and you don't, and it's not on the defense, not on special teams, it's only you trying to get them down there – you you kind of look at you got to look at yourself, and then you say to yourself, "Can somebody we draft in a year go zero and seven? And if you can say any of these cats in this area would go zero and seven as well, then okay, I get it. But if you can say, well, you know what, this Wilson kid probably could win us one or two of those games, or if the, if if Lance can get us one or two games, or whoever it is, you know, you got to you got to look at that. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I you know I I just don't know where they're gonna go with it because to play devil's advocate the Vols thing is they did give up a punt return touchdown the defense gave up a lot of uh, of big passes but they did have the chance again to go down and and win the game and my big thing is and I know it's a full year to me the big thing will be next year if the same things keep happening I know this is a learning year and a growing year but at some point you got to cop stop saying okay that was that was on the coaching staff that was on the players. And that stuff has to start turning into wins instead of losses. So, I don't know if we'll see it this year, but next year will be the big thing, and I just don't know what they're going to do with – with. I mean, they're obviously keeping Teddy B for at least one more year. But, again, if you end up picking fourth and your quarterback started about all those games – one of the wins was a backup quarterback, and you're 4-12, and so that quarterback only won you three games. It's got to be on the table to at least take a glance at quarterbacks. If there's if your guy is there, yeah, yes, for sure. So, but see, but who knows who their guy is? So, so at that point, if they go offensive tackle, if they go linebacker, I mean, that's fine. I just want them to hit on whatever they they do. And and don't get me wrong, of course, every round is, is kind of a crapshoot. But at least this year, so far from a defensive standpoint, I feel like they've done fairly decent with the first two picks with Derrick Brown. And with um, Chin. Hey, man, Derrick Brown is just Vernon Butler all over again. <laughs> Listen, man, it's too early. It's easy. <laughs> easy. 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 <laughs> you being rude. My man sport. still ain't got a sack yet, man. Yeah, but some, sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be the sack. I mean, I know, been did, some but you, did, you, shown... did we even hear his name at all this past game? I ain't heard his name in a couple weeks. That's, to be honest. Okay, <laughs> and and that's really just because Chin's been the only one I've heard. The only one. The only one. That's the only. <laughs> you know, so. so we'll, we'll we'll see. He he might hit that rookie wall right now. Maybe Chin has to hit that rookie wall. Well, yeah, I don't, yeah. So, and the bigger thing too, Kevin, is going to be if they keep Herney around or if they let him go and get somebody else. Mm-hmm. with the Bridgewater thing, because then that contract is kind of tied to that old GM where a new GM may be like, hey, look, let's go out and get somebody else. So, Right, that makes sense. We'll see. Cheeks, any thoughts? I'm still not sure why they still have the same GM. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't, like, 
personnel hasn't been good since, I mean, since, you know. Yeah. Shit, I can't even tell you. But, like, something's got to change. Yeah. Yep. I think we're all on the same page on that one. All right. We're getting near the end here. Let's do it. Let's flip it up to some holiday stuff. Yeah. I, I know yeah. Che- Cheeks is the ultimate Grinch. He hates Christmas. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Scrooge? <laughs> Uh, have my reasons. Cheeks. But it's all good. What? So give us, for anybody out who hasn't listened to a previous podcast, why do you not enjoy Christmas as some of the others do? So, seventh grade, <laughs> I was like, hey, mom, I want a saxophone or nothing, right? Just being a kid, you know? I was like, 11. And my mom was like, Oh, okay. Like, it wasn't even uh are you sure you mean to say that? Nothing. So, Christmas rolls around, you know. We're at home, just me and her. And, like, there's nothing there. And I'm like, okay. Like, where's my gift? And she's like, well, you said you want this or nothing. And I didn't get you that. So, I got the other thing that you asked for was nothing. So, in my head... I'm, I'm like, okay, later on that day, like, you know, something will come out. So we, we go to my grandma's spot, and, um, you know, watching everybody's joy opening <laughs> presents, and you don't have shit. Like, my mom got, like, my cousin's stuff, and, like, you know, seeing them, Open shit up. And I'm just sitting there like, wait, she's serious. What did you I do? Like, <laughs> I said you had to I wanted, something. No. My, my mom thought that was the perfect time to teach me a lesson to mean what you say. <laughs> Ruin Christmas and, for the rest of your life. And I'm just like. But you got to get that hate out your system. Dude. You got to get that hate uh, out your I mean, system. It's, I don't know, man. I understand. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's ironic is my girlfriend, she's really big on like. Christmas, so like. Hey, you heard I, him. You heard him say girlfriend. So now you, we can all say girlfriend now. Special friend. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's big on like the holidays. Like every movie we watch is fucking Christmas. So like it's gotten better, I would say this year. But like, I mean, it's it's just hard to bounce back from that. Thing. You know, I told you you gotta let you gotta get that hate out your system. I I, I commend I commend your your lady friend for allowing helping you get through that time of of of, of trauma. Jeez, I'm sorry. So, so what and happens if you? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, finish your finish your. No, no you're, you're you're good. You're I was gonna good. say, what happens if you get to Jacob's house and uh, you got a uh, little present under the tree? And what if it's a saxophone? <laughs> That change, does that change everything? <laughs> well, the ironic part is the following year, I did get saxophone. Ah, okay. Christmas. But I was just like, at that point, I was just like, thanks. You know, this is what Christmas is about. It's just your give some shit. Yeah, it'd be your own. Well, if you ask her, yeah. it was my fault. So. No. It'd be your own people, as Duval but, likes to say. Yeah, it'd do, yeah, it'd be, it'd be your own parents. It'd be your own people. But man. Dang, I did learn a valuable lesson though so i i do commend my mother for teaching me that part but 
It could have been like a birthday, you know, <laughs> like the Easter. Like, I, I would I I would have res- I respect the move in doing that, but to not have like even like you said like to, to like I would have gone maybe like an hour or two because my dad used to do that like when my brother would want like he like an Xbox or something and he'd be like that's the only thing and he'd get like open up everything else and he'd be like yeah that's it and you could see like the freak out on his face where he didn't get it and then eventually it's like nah it's it's over there like hidden somewhere else. But yeah, to to go through with it and not even get you like a pair of socks or a pair of drawers or like whew, that's tough. Well, from knowing my mom and knowing who she is, there's two things that happened that day. Number one, I, I did learn to like be be careful what you say. <laughs> Number two, if my mom says she's gonna do this, she means it. <laughs> so like there is there's an ultimate level. Of like, I'm not gonna test you because I know you're about the life. But like, just whatever you say. So. That's true. That's but so to to branch off of that, and and, I, and we can get back to Christmas. But like, what's one of the biggest lessons that y'all have learned from your family that still sticks with you now? Hmm. Okay, this is easy for for me, especially like. <laughs> given the times that we're in like okay. so growing up uh, like I, I went to fucking Royal Hall elementary school which there's like there are like three black people in the whole school so of course like all my friend group was white and my mom would always like on, on the low she'd be like hey just like you know be careful because you can't do what they do and, like, I didn't get that at the time. Yeah. It's true. Like, and, like, she wasn't saying, like, hey, don't hang out with them or, or anything like that. But it was just, hey, be aware of what's going on. Because, like, if something goes down, there's more likely of a chance that you're going to get in trouble than your friends are. Right. And then finally in high school, she's like, let me, like, go out and do things. And I, I guess she had some, like, preconceived notions about, like, people and one of them was if they start playing with fireworks like like mom i'm just gonna go like hang out like why the fuck would they play fireworks and i'll be damned <laughs> go over there and they bring out some fireworks i'm just like damn my mom does everything <laughs> but that but that but that was one of like the biggest lessons so like i'm just like ultra aware of like where I am, what's around me, like, how am I coming off? What does it look like I'm doing? Because I, I remember I was in a store once, and, like, I was just trying on a belt, and my mom was like, hey, don't do that here. Because, like, you know, they, they, they might think you're trying to uh, steal the belt. So, like, just, like, just like small things like that. I know I know there's more similar, but the one that comes up to me right now, I would just say like the the driving, learning to drive and being very aware and how it was your car is a killing machine and like literally like you have to treat it in an aspect of like you can kill somebody, you can kill yourself, you can kill anybody at any time in it. And my dad it was just the the ultimate like stickler 
with no, you know, don't be turning the music up, pay attention, all that kind of stuff. And obviously that pays off in the end. Everyone has accidents here and there, but just being aware on the road because there's a lot of people who just be doing crazy shit. And you're like, holy, you know, so I would say some of that, uh, just the stickler of it, you laugh about it when you get out of it, you know, but when you're 15, 16, 17, thinking you know it all, I mean, there was one time we was we were, like, trading barbs going, and, and I don't know who, if y'all went to church or whatever, but sometimes the worst arguments you had with your parents was on the way to church. We did. <laughs> Which was so ironic because you go into church, so then you show up to church hot and you're just angry. And it, I remember us going to church and I was driving and literally I was like, I pulled over on the side of the road and it was like, I'm done driving. You can get in the car and drive. Because it was like two hard-headed people, you know, going back and forth. So, yeah, the, the driving stuff. But now at least, you know, you always got to keep your head on a swivel and all that kind of stuff, so. Say it's not necessarily a lesson that I've learned, but I guess as I get older, I feel I am I am my dad. I am the I am the spitting image of my father. I I say a lot of things that he says. I and every time I say one of those things, I flash back to him saying it. So it's not really a lesson that I've learned, but I guess I well everything my dad has ever said or any uh, mannerisms or anything like that. I, I am my father's son. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and, and I can I can add to that. I, I'm very similar in that. I think one of the biggest lessons, and I tell my dad this all the time, but when I was in college, um, I think it was my going into my junior year because I was turning 21. So I turned no, I was I'm lying. I was turning 20, and I had got speakers to put in my my car. So you know, it's my birthday because my birthday is always the start of the school year. My parents sent me my money to start off school, all that type of shit. But speakers cost a little bit more. My dad had already sent me my money, and I, I had to wait two weeks before I got any more money. So, like, I got it. And I was like, damn, I was like, I only got, like, X amount of money left. So I was like, you know what? I, I got to get these speakers. So I went, got the speakers put in. So then I'm set. I'm turned. I got the music blasting. I got a full tank of gas. I'm straight. Problem is, I ain't got no money. So I ain't got no money. And at this time, women, I, I wanted to take a girl to Chili's. At that time, Chili's was good. They had the 2 20 So, you know, I'm like, you know what? I got, I can take you, but I ain't got no money. So I called my dad. I was like, man, dad, man, listen, man. I was like, I spent my money on my speakers. And I was just wondering if, you know, you could give me a couple of dollars. I want to take this girl out. He was like, man, this is what you do. He was like, you go downstairs. He was like, he was like, he was like go get in your car. And I'm, I'm like, I'm dumb as hell. I'm thinking he left some car and like some money in like the like the dash or something. So he was like, when you get in your car, start your car. And he was like, he was like, turn your music up. I was I was like, I'm, I was like, Dad, what, what are you talking about? He was like, listen, there's your money. And I was like, oh shit. He was like, he was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you might as well take your ass to the cab because I'm not giving you the money. And I was and, and, and I learned that valuable lesson that the most important thing is you gotta make sure that you need spend the money that you know that like if you're gonna spend it understand that everything else that you want to do is taken care of and then to this day i make sure that everything else is taken care of before i want to start spending money whether it's sneakers clothes food whatever it is and that's something that i always tell them and i thank you for that all the time because like at that in that moment i was pissed as hell because i walked back up to my apartment and i was like i still can't take nobody nowhere 
I can pick you up, but I can't take you nowhere. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. Yeah, the value of a that value of a dollar lesson, we all got something. I remember I was mm. remember that family plan they used to have where it was like unlimited minutes only after nine and all that stuff. So before that happened, I was obviously on the family plan, you get a cell phone, you got a sweet thing, you texting all the time, whatever. And I had they, my parents told me, look, you go over the limit, whatever you go over, you're going to have to fork up the cash. And I had had my part-time job or whatever, and I was like, ain't no way they're going to make me fork up the cash. And I went over like a solid $400. Ooh. And they were like, you need to go get that money right now and give it to us. And I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not paying you. They're like, well, then I'm going to take your car back. And I'm going to take your phone back. And I'm like, oh, for real. And that was like the less, like you, similar to Cheech's thing. It wasn't on Christmas where I ain't getting no, but there was the value of the word of when they said something, okay, the, and the value of a dollar similar to Duvall's where it was like, and then literally the weird, the, the funniest scenario about that is like two weeks later is when AT&T came out with that, you add five friends and you had unlimited calling and texting. I was like, them motherfuckers got they check and then they went and did this fucking shit, man. I was like, damn. So And see and see I have Verizon, so it was like unlimited like mobile to mobile. Yeah. So it was like as long as I found out that you have Verizon, oh, we could talk all day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. That that's funny, man. I'm glad it wasn't just me. Oh, I'm yeah. with you, Jacob. I'm glad it wasn't just me, man. <laughs> you hit that value of a dollar, man, and it is something different. All right. For sure. Kevin, you got a value of a dollar store? Um, well, talking about cell phones, I, I know, like, the first, like, maybe my freshman and sophomore year, I had a uh, track phone. And I had to, if I'm trying to text a girl or text anybody, <laughs> you have to spread those minutes pretty thin. <laughs> I always hated you had the number of text messages, but it yeah. counted as two. When I sent you one and you sent, like, instead of, it, you, it just wouldn't count your sending. It counted receiving right. as well. Yep. So if, if you, you had if you read the message, it would count. Yeah, yep. so if you had 500 messages or texts, that really was only 250 for you personally sending out texts because that was only another 250. Like, and that was the weird thing is is, is all that. And now it's just all bundled up in different stuff. But that, that era of minutes and text message numbers and all that stuff was just... Something like that's one of the things people say. Age yourself would tell it and talk about like minutes and cell phone messages. Right. That was something I that can't we, imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine it anymore. Now it's the data packages because you're always it's on true. the smartphones. But still, the, that's what always got me was like, oh yeah, you've got 500 texts, but really you only have half of that if you're texting back and forth. So until nine, then you get free unlimited texts. Right. Just so wait until the clock hit nine. Yeah. <laughs> or you might have to hit the landline. The landline. <laughs> that was always wild, calling a sweet thing, and you didn't want her brother or dad or anybody else to pick the phone. She was like, hey, be, be by that landline at, you know, 730, so ain't nobody else got to pick up, so I ain't got to talk to nobody else. Because that was always the interesting combo. Let me go get them. They up in the they up in the room right now. You want me to take a message? Oh shit! Never mind. I'll see you in the school tomorrow. Just tell them that. Yeah. I have a funny story about the good old landline. So I had I forget like what I did, but I knew my mom was gonna give me a whooping, right? <laughs> so she picks me up from my aunt's house, 
And, like, every now and then, my aunt could, like, talk my mom off the, the ledge. So, we like, we get home, and, of course, I got to use the bathroom. And I just try to delay the process. So, I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? How can I get out of this? So, I call my aunt. I'm like, hey, you know, she's upset. She says she's going to whoop me again. Like, please help me. And all I hear is somebody pick up the other line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my mom goes, hang up the phone. I was just like, no. Oh, that's the worst woman I've ever got in my life. That was awful. That's tough, man. That's tough. Oh. Cheeks, your aunt oh. has saved your life more than I can count, man. She has, she's like, yeah, it, yeah, it must, sure. You know why? Because that's her sister, so she knows what it's like living with her. <laughs> no doubt. Like, that's that's what's funny is, like, when you start realizing, like, because you only know, like, your parents and aunt and stuff like that from certain ages on, right? Like, they had yeah. a whole separate life before you was even conceived. So she exactly. knew what it exactly was living with her sister. She's like, man, I got to pray for that boy. I got to help him out somehow, some way. Because there'd be multiple times in college, Cheeks' aunt would come through the clutch with something for some extra cash or to pick him up or to do something. So. And, and I always knew, like, my aunt was never going to, like, judge me or give me a lecture on, like, yeah. what I was, was going on. Like my, like, my mom will always be there for me, but, like, so, sometimes... You just don't want to hear how you me- you messed up at the top. Like, uh, uh, we can have this conversation later. But like, right now, like, it's it's not important. It's the situation I'm in. I need help. Help me. Yeah. Uh. Oh, but oh, I, I, and, and before before you kind of move on, I was just gonna ask pre pre iPhone Android. What's your favorite old school cell phone? So so I'll start. So for me, I had the Palm Trio, I think my junior year in college. And that was the one that it still had the keyboard, but like it was still kind of like you still could do the internet and all that type of stuff. And that was when like you could have like random music playing as you got like a text message and all that type of stuff. And, that, and at that time it was cool. I had ringback tones to it, all that. So my, mine was the, for Verizon, it was the Palm Trio. I will say... I think the Blackberry would probably be... I knew Cheeks was going to say the Blackberry because he killed the Blackberry. I got I got the Blackberry because I'd see Cheeks had it and, and liked the interface with it. But before the Blackberry, I had that LG slide and it'd get, it, yeah. slid up, it slid up the top and you had the keyboard and it had that beginners where you could get on the Facebook and Twitter and stuff, the beginning times of it. That's what I had too. And it was durable because in college when you faded... You dropping that motherfucker all the time, <laughs> and that thing at least was a, it built a little bit like a Nokia, like the original brick Nokia. So it it, it it survived falls and slides and drops and all that stuff. And the BlackBerry was good too. You gotta have that case on it though. But I'll, I'll go with the slide, the LG slide, man. Yeah, anything the, that can uh, slide up with the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> I had so what I first went to college. I had the uh, razor, and I went through probably like four of them. <laughs> so the first time one got destroyed, I was at ECU, and it was like the like 
kickoff thing day or, you know, something at the stadium. So it starts to rain, like downpour. My phone gets water damaged through my pocket because mm. it's raining so hard. And then the other time, uh, I was like running, like we were doing something at the fountain at UNCG, and I'm like running, and my shit falls out of my hoodie, flicks open, <laughs> and then hits the ground, and just like two. <laughs> I was just like, yo, know, <laughs> I don't want this phone ever again. So when they like, I think they just like re- relaunched the Razer not long ago. And I was like, you couldn't pay me to have that phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ended up one time, I had I had to, something, like one of my phones broke and I had to use my dad's old Razer to like get me to the next upgrade. Because it was like, yo, unless you're going to pay 350 for a new joint, you better use one of these ones that's in the drawer over here. And I was like, all right, well, I might as well. And I remember that same thing. That Razer was so flimsy, you felt like, you know, you, you got bumped by somebody against a concrete wall or something. That was going to shatter. You drop it or whatever. So, yeah, that razor was a tricky one. Yeah. And I'll tell you, a, a second one to me was that Nextel Chirp. Because I had one of those. My dad worked, and that's back when Sprint Day. So, like, it was cool to kind of chirp. Uh, I, it wasn't a lot of women that had it, so I couldn't really chirp them. I was chirping my parents. They had Nextel Chirp. And I was on a family plan. But I, oh, at, at next time, like, jeans. Yeah, I remember those. I was like, man, those are dope. But I always wanted a BlackBerry, but I never got it. I always had the Palm Trio. But I remember, like, I remember everybody was like, oh, well, the way you could get chicks' numbers, you just get their BBM, and that was it. Oh yeah, the Black. <laughs> listen, the BlackBerry was. It was. I I rode that thing till they were like, yo, the BlackBerry's just done so, and I ended up going to the iPhone. But Because, like, I rolled through, like, the ball, the little ball on it you could oh, go yeah. through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the BBMs, that was clutch, man. That was real clutch. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, final thoughts before Christmas, and then we'll send it off. Anybody got anything they, they want to get or have any Christmas wishes? Kevin, we'll start with you. Browns make the playoffs? Yeah, Browns make the playoffs. All right. Got to be it. Duval? Uh, nah, just happy holidays to everyone, all the listeners and listeners that are going to tell this to other people that may not listen, but just be safe and enjoy your time with your family. Happy holidays and a happy new year to everyone. Jeez. Um, I would say being a homeless person. Getting cold outside, mm-hmm. like you know, a dollar McDouble and a dollar sweet tea, like you know, stuff like that. Or if you have any like extra coats laying around, just, you know, you see somebody on the street, you know, just keep them in your car. Um, I just know I'm just walking from my car to work. It's like thirty degrees outside, and I'm like, yo, I can't imagine like just being homeless, man. Like Jesus. So like I don't know. I've been on this thing where. I'm just out feeding the homeless and, like, getting rid of my extra coats and hoodies, you know. So be kind to those people because I can guarantee you that they don't want to be homeless. But that's <laughs> Ooh, the situation yeah. that they're in. Who does? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Everybody got different stories of how they got there kind of scenario. Do You should have that conversation, Cheeks, with Jeeves when you get here. 
Why's that? He just he just got a Jeeves take on it, and we had to like correct yeah, him a little bit. I didn't I didn't, didn't want to. I'm not gonna put him on blast here. <laughs> where, on the where mic. Was I when y'all had this? Where, where was that when y'all had? We this? were in we were in the car going to a brewery or something. I don't know when it was, but well, given Jeeves's affiliations, like that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, there was something. There was something else he said the other day that was pretty funny. Oh, he did, like, you could tell he works with, like, a bunch of old guys, and he probably hangs out with them at Fox whenever he goes. It was one of those comments of, like, oh, we're talking about working and how everything, and he said, uh, people these days, they just don't want to work. They don't want to work. No one wants to work. And I'm like, geez, why you sound 67 years old, man? I was like, no. I mean, whoever really truly wants to actually work, well, let's be right. honest, right? Yeah. Like, no one's ever really, yeah, you love your job and you love doing this and you love to make some money so you can live, but no one is, like, if it's a work, work, like, so, nah, you know, just Jeeves being Jeeves. But, Cheeks, I hope uh, you can make it out here, barring these crazy times, to meet your girlfriend. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. This will be the second young companion that Cheeks has brought out. Not driving this time, so they shouldn't. Second, I don't remember the. Oh my bad. Oh okay. Oh sorry. So that's been. Did Will Smith come and hit you with the with the the joint to forget everything? I mean, I I just don't have any recollection. Oh okay okay. Yeah. I'll make sure I'll, when it pops up on the time hop, I'll shoot you the picture on the. Hey, <laughs> <Ain't> with me. <laughs> no no face. No face. No case. Yeah. No face. No case. Yeah. No face, no case. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I look forward to that. Everybody having happy holidays and uh yeah, it should be good. Enjoy the time, be safe out there. And yeah, um let's see, Kevin, how do we end the podcast? Uh something like peace. Walking in the winter wonderland. Ho, ho, ho.